Hey, what's going on? Uh, welcome to episode three of You Had to Be There with me, Dylan. Uh, almost short stories about my life, you know. This story takes place in Pigeon Forge, sophomore year of college. Uh, the people involved are going to be some of my fraternity brothers and a one date that uh, is not going where that sounded like it was going to go. But hey, it does got a crazy, not a crazy, but a pretty funny turn. And it's definitely one of those you had to be there moments. So let's get right into it. It's actually the second time I'm recording it. going to try to make the episode less than 10 minutes. Here we go. So <clears throat> I was a new initiate. My fraternity had just come off of a two-year suspension at the time. Um, so I'm a little older. I'm a sophomore in college at Kennesaw State University in Georgia. Um, and we're doing a trip up to Pigeon Forge called Mountain Weekend. It's something we've been doing since the inception of the fraternity, I guess, or like the modern era of the fraternity. Whatever. Who cares? What's important about the story is that when you become an executive member of the fraternity and, you know, executive member is just someone like, uh, like I was a treasurer, then you have president and like da, 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 stuff like that, positions like that. Anyways, that's only important because that group of people um, gets to go up to this trip one day early. And that one day is a very coveted thing. It's, uh, it's a little more intimate, a little more uh, you really broing down. Sometimes it could be uh, a big party and sometimes it can be a little more relaxed and a little more, you know, a little more of a chill sesh, I guess, um, you know, something along those lines. And uh, this time was definitely like that. Uh, see, because <clears throat> the first night is initially used as a uh, transition you know, so there's a president coming out, there's a president going in, treasurers, you know, vice presidents, that it that applies to everybody. And so that is the reason I'm on this trip. I am becoming the new treasurer. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of like a little bonding period uh, between the two executive committees. And with that being said, <clears throat> we all kind of show up around the same time. Me, I uh, show up on my date, Tracy, who's just... Um, I, honestly, I didn't know who to take, and I really didn't feel like taking some random bimbo. Um, and I was just like, hey, I'll just play it cool. I'll take Tracy. We'll just hang out. I'd rather be able to, uh, like, actually chill and not have to worry about, you know, things that happened like <laughs> like this story, like where this story is about to go. So we're all hanging out saying what's up to everybody, um, and the, I guess you, what would say, the sitting president at the time, a man by the name of Camillo, hadn't shown up yet, he doesn't show up until a little later in the evening, and uh, one of the guys that I become uh, really close to early on in my fraternal days is a man by the name of Chris, uh, most notably known as Dobby to those near and dear to him. Um, me and Dobby are kicking it for the majority of the night. And if you want to argue the facts in this story, I will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone who thinks they know it better than I do. Um, at the time, I was 1 million percent sober. I literally did not drink alcohol for the first time until I was like 24. So here we go. 
<clears throat> we're hanging out. Uh, we're all just chit-chatting in these log cabins. Of course, all the furniture is made of wood. Hey, it's a log cabin. What do you expect? And uh, like I said, chit-chatting, playing some light music or whatever, blah, blah, blah. People are having some drinks, you know, just ca- very casual night, very calm. Um, and you know what? I couldn't tell you if Chris even brought a date after this. That was so, after what happened, that was so far in the back of my head that I literally didn't consider it until we were pulling off the mountain the day we were leaving. After this story happened, I was just like, oh, did Chris even bring somebody? Or like, was this his intention from the beginning? Like, I, cause I could definitely see him doing that. I could definitely see him just trying to be wiling out the whole time and just being like the cut up guy. Okay, so there's Chris and then there's Dobby. There's Chris and then there's Dobby, the Donald Donaldson. And if you get that second character, you get that second character. It is balls to the wall 100,000% of the time and is quite frankly one of the best or one of the worst people to be around. And in this story, it is the best person to be around. Because what he did was classic. It is burned in my memory forever. So, finally, the sitting president, a man named Camillo, shows up. And honestly, if you ask me what kind of girl Camillo would bring to an event like this, I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you if Camillo knew any girls. Um, and that's not me speaking ill. I just don't know. He carried himself very respectfully and very gentlemanly. He was never the frat guy that was like... Hey, I got a bunch of bitches. He was never that guy. I never knew him as that guy. I've definitely known a lot of those dudes. Um, Camilo was not that guy. So I was very intrigued when I saw what he brought through the door of that cabin. Uh, This girl, her name was Tori. She was beautiful. Way out of Camilo's league. Way out of Camilo's league. And I was just shocked in the best way possible. I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I'm not saying that it was totally impossible. But I was definitely shocked. Um, she definitely went to a different school. None of us knew who she was. Um, and I think that kind of added to it, uh, the mysteriousness of this girl. Like I said, she was beautiful. Um, no doubt about it. I would trade places with Chris Dobson. Ooh, didn't mean to say his last name. Now you can go look him up if you want. Uh, yeah, I would have traded places with him any day. So, and I say Chris and not Camilla for this exact reason. So we're sitting, chit-chatting. You know, they do the normal niceties. A guy shows up late, obviously. He's got the attention in the room for five seconds. And he says, hey, what's up, everybody? Bam, 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 bam. Coolest guy in the world for five seconds. It happens to everybody. Doesn't matter who you are. If you're late, that's what being late does for you. That's why I love being late. Um, so... That's happening. And of course, now that you have this beautiful girl by your side, everyone's like, oh, hey, like, what's going on? What's your name? What's your name? Hey, I'm Tori. Hey, <laughs> whatever. So a couple hours later, three, four hours later, have a couple drinks. Everybody does, except for me. And I remember I'm sitting with Dobson on one of these wooden benches in this wooden cabin. And we're having a casual conversation. I was like, hey, man, hold that thought. Like, let me get up for half a second like i literally left my drink like literally a soda on the table right in front of us but it was too far for me to just lean forward so i had to sit up and uh 
Dobson's on my right, and on his right is this new girl, Tori, because she's kind of just trying to sit somewhere uh, because she doesn't know anybody. And Camilla's off, like, being Camillo and, like, I get he's, like, he's the social butterfly type. Hey, but so is Dobby. Dobby, the Donald Donaldson, is the socialist of social butterflies. Not socialist like Kim Jong-un socialist, but socialist as in, like, EST. Anyways, so... He is like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. And he's had a couple drinks. Dobby is coming out in full effect. I lean up, and it takes half of one second. I turn back around. And I couldn't have painted a more beautiful, tragic picture. Camilla comes back around the corner, entering into the main room. And what does he walk into but Chris Dobby the Donald Donaldson full-blown making out with his date and it is the single most beautiful thing from my perspective because you know what if I think about it I'm pretty sure he didn't bring a date. I'm pretty sure Dobby didn't bring a date. I'm pretty sure he knew He knew what he was doing. He was going to try to swoop in and play that little charmer game that he plays. And it worked. And the only thing poor Camillo could utter out of his mouth was, Oh, no, Dobby. Oh, no, Dobby. Don't do that. And it was the most pitiful but funny thing I've ever heard in my entire life and for that being the very first night of my very first mountain weekend it just set the stage for every mountain weekend to come after that and i don't know it was like the title of the podcast you had to be there and that is seriously one of the most One of the most unforgettable memories I have of college, and I will forever talk about that story every time I see Chris. Don't see Camilla that often, but I will probably bring it up. Um, as far as the girl, um, I don't know what happened for the rest of that weekend for Camilla and Tori. I'm sure Camilla got over it because. Like I said, she was beautiful, and I don't see him. I was not imagining him bringing someone like that in the first place, so I imagine he got over it pretty quickly. And I think she ended up being friends with a good, like, majority of everyone anyways. I think we follow each other on Instagram. Uh, but that's about it. Okay, cool. Um, appreciate it. That was episode three. Uh, Dobby C. Dobby Do. You had to be there. <laughs>